Do you want to be a toxic boss? Do you want to be a boss that nobody listens to and nobody respects and nobody wants to work for? If you do, keep watching. Hi, if we haven't met before, I'm Daryl Black. I take my 30 plus years of experience, particularly in crisis leadership, things like Hurricane Katrina, wildfires, floods, Canada's two largest disasters, as well as a decade in corporate project management. And I help leaders just like you move from well-intentioned and well-meaning, but maybe ill-equipped to intentional and deliberate, where stress is a thing of the past, where dealing with people isn't something that you dread. Let's face it, leadership's hard. Leadership is hard because of the people part. I help leaders just like you grow your influence, make a bigger impact, and ultimately boost your income. This series is what I'm calling Leadership Unscripted. Sometimes it's sarcastic. Okay, most of the time it's a sarcastic look. I can't promise always being politically correct because I think that it's time that we have some honest, respectful conversations around what it takes to lead other people. I know for me through that entire experience and, and the experience I continue to accumulate, it's challenging navigating all of the complexities of, of understanding and connecting with individuals and making decisions and all of those other things. And I also understand that sometimes it's difficult to even broach some topics. That is the purpose of Leadership Unscripted. This episode is all about being a toxic boss. And if you don't think you are one, that's great. Maybe you think you have one. So let's get started. Number one, be an asshole. If you want to be a toxic boss, if you want to make sure that no one wants to work for you and that people are only there because they have to because of the paycheck, be an asshole. Well, Daryl, what does that mean? Because nobody, I don't think, thinks they are that person. Ah, you know what? Actually, <laughs> some do. Some do. Totally get it. Now, I can't articulate exactly what that is, but, you know, honestly, if you're looking at some of the behaviors and some of the things that you've done over the years or continue to do or think that uh, that's what right looks like, things like belittling, and we'll, we'll get into that in a bit more detail, or just, you know, just not always being a pleasant person. And when I say not always, I mean ever being pleasant. Uh, that's a problem. So rule number one. Don't be an asshole. Number two, if you want to be a toxic boss, if you want to aspire to be the worst person to work for, be non-empathetic. Be non-empathetic. So what does that actually mean? Well, empathy, we've done a lot of work on this channel and in episodes around empathy. And essentially, empathy is holding space for another person, putting yourself in their shoes. I know when I started my leadership journey, it was irrelevant what I thought for my leaders. It was very much a time where it was, you know, hey, dude, um, be seen, not heard. If I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. And I don't give a rat's butt what your opinion is. Like, really, you're here to learn. You've got two ears and one mouth. There's a reason for that and so on and so forth. So being non-empathetic, make sure that no one around you feels heard and make sure that those around you don't feel valued. Uh, those around you certainly don't feel involved and involvement equals commitment. So, ooh, whoa, pump the brakes. So number one, be an asshole. Number two, be non-empathetic. Again, only if you want to be a toxic boss, okay? So I'm giving you a roadmap for what right looks like for that. Number three, be a bully. Use fear as a motivation tactic. Love that one. That happens all the time. Here's the problem, right? All of these politically correct people, all of these kind of, you know, snowflakes and 
all of those other things, you know, social justice warriors and, and, and all the youngsters in our workplace, man, they are so soft. They're so soft. So the only real way to motivate them, you know, to wake them up and, and get them out of their entitlement is to, is to really be a bully, you know, be mean, be, be very direct, be sarcastic, all those other things. And that gets results. Daryl, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It gets results. People do what I say all the time. Totally get it. You, my friend, have fallen into a bit of a, a bit of a trap in that that behavior, that, that using fear, being a bully, using intimidation, uh, you will do it because I told you to, or I am your boss. The trap that you have fallen into, and I totally understand it, is that yes, you do get results. Yes, people do react very quickly and strongly and, uh, and get you the outcomes that you, you demand. Totally legit, you're right. Here's the problem. Short-term, it's short-term thinking and a series of short-term interactions. And yeah, those can go on for months and months and months, but how many people were raised with a yeller as a parent? Or that coach that always screamed, whatever that is, what happens? Well, obviously the old switch goes off and it becomes like Charlie Brown's teacher, the wah, 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 wah. So yes, you think that you're getting results and you are, but you could be getting even better results. So be a bully, continue, just you do you make sure you're using that intimidation and that fear because it will continue to get results. But you know what? Deep down, people are going to do the bare minimum. And if that's all you want, you know what? Whatever floats your boat, you do you, you do you. So be an a-hole. Two, be non-empathetic. Three, be a bully. And four, be a micromanager. This is one of my favorites. Be a micromanager. Make sure that you're being very detail-oriented. You're being very involved, very uh, hands-on. Not literally speaking, because that's a whole different conversation. So make sure you're over people's shoulders and make sure that they have to send you the emails before it gets out all the time. Uh, make sure that you're in on as many phone calls as you can. And make sure that you're really, really sitting like side-by-side side with, your, with your team and really guiding them to what right looks like. And along the way, you'll do a few things. One, you'll get burned out. So if you want to go on some sort of leave or if you want to be frustrated all the time, great tactic. I applaud you for that. Micromanagement is a one-way, like do not pass, go freeway, jet-fueled route to being burned out, frustrated, and hating your, your life and impacting your family in a bad way. And it's a really good way to make sure you complain a lot because if you're micromanaging, it's obviously because nobody knows what they're doing and you've got to do it yourself, right? So that's, that's the advantage to being a micromanager for you. It's, a, it's awesome. And for the people that work for you or work, well, no, they work for you. So if we're talking toxicity, we're talking about they are those that serve you. They love being micromanaged. They really love being told not just what to do, but how to do it. And the reason they love that is because it really shows that you don't respect them, that you don't care, you don't value them, you don't respect their, their opinions, their experiences. You don't give them the room to grow. You don't give them any autonomy. They love that. And they love the ability to show up for work and being told what to do, how to do it all the time. Don't we all? Don't we all? 
Yeah, I get there's some times where you have to be more involved for sure. But from a blanket perspective, micromanagement is a great way to be toxic. And it's a great way to make sure that the team that serves you, right? That's what we're talking about here, that they're, um, they're really unhappy and unmotivated to do work. So if you want to do that, continue being a micromanager. It's, it's fantastic. Be an a-hole, be non-empathetic, be a bully, be a micromanager, the best. Five, be a label user. What is a label user? Not a label user like the electronic label user where, don't get me wrong, those are freaking awesome. Uh, I could probably use a few in my own life uh, just to label a bunch of different things. But what do I mean by labels? Well, labels are what we use to blanket an entire generation, for example, so that we can really judge and determine where they're at in their journey of life. And we can make sure that we attach these labels so that we know everything about them and we can treat them all the same. Millennials is a good example. Man, if I had a dime for every time the millennial term was used, I would be a rich man. So be a label user. Also make sure that you're using labels to uh, identify different cultural uh, demographics as well. That's really, really helpful. So not only age, but make sure that you're, you're using it around cultures. Make sure you're using labels around geographies as well, too, because that is extremely insightful. It allows you to use a lot of precision in your decision making, and it allows you to just draw huge conclusions across swaths of the population, including your own team. Make sure you do that because people love labels. They love being lumped in, whether it's accurate or not, and a lot of times it's not. So that's what I mean by label users. Now, yes, there are times and places to be using labels and, and we call them heuristics and shortcuts. They serve us really, really well. But if you really want to make sure that uh, you don't connect and that people don't respect you and that ultimately people don't really like working for you, make sure you're always using labels because uh, people really appreciate being lumped in like that. So you're welcome on that one. Here's a bit of a bonus one, though. And remember, if you've got value out of this, make sure you subscribe or you like, please, and share as well. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a roadmap, and I think it's important that a lot of people have this roadmap to be a toxic boss. Number six is, uh, is be lazy. What do I mean by that? Well, people love being around lazy people. People love being around people that tell others what to do while they themselves are sitting in their ivory tower or their corner office or their now home office and and not doing squat, but very quick to judge others, very quick to demand. Uh, so being lazy is really, really good because that way you don't have to talk to anybody on your team either, right? Your one-on-ones, eh, whatever, right? Ain't no one got time for that. I don't have time for that. It means maybe not always getting around to what you need to do in terms of deliverables. So when you say that somebody needs to have something by Thursday afternoon, because you're a micromanager and because you have to read every detail and then forward it on. The best is when you forward it and you take out where you got it from, but that's a whole different conversation. But people love busting their chops to get you something and then you just sit on it. That's, uh, that's a great way. And, you know, we all know leadership isn't about being active and being energetic and leaning in. It's all about sitting back, putting your feet up and, and relaxing. So let's summarize those. Number one. Be an asshole. Number two, be non-empathetic. Who cares what other people 
are feeling or thinking, right? Who cares where they're coming from? Number three, be a bully. Because let's face it, fear and intimidation gets results, right? How about a heck to the yeah? How about we be a micromanager too? That's a good one, right? That shows a lot of, uh, a lot of respect for, for the people around you. Using labels. Let's make sure we use labels. Let's make sure that we apply a broad brush to as wide a swath of demographic, particularly on your team. If they're all the, if they're all the same age within you know, a certain decade or whatever, they're obviously all the same. And number six, the bonus one, is be lazy. Don't be active. Don't care. Be apathetic. All of those other things. People really appreciate working for people that have low energy and uh, don't really follow through on anything. Hope you got some value out of this.